Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, September 17th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Some Republicans defend Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh following new attacks. State prosecutors in Manhattan subpoena President Trump's tax returns. California banning official travel to Iowa over transgender issues. The NFL struggling with falling ratings and empty seats at the stadiums. A new study reveals half of American adults cannot recognize their own governor. Also ahead, how President Trump helped the far left. But first, Republican leaders defending Brett Kavanaugh after the New York Times published unsubstantiated claims of sexual assault against him. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell calling the article not normal political behavior. The Times eventually re-examined key sections of the report, which was misleading in the extreme. Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance demanding eight years of President Trump's business and personal tax returns, issuing subpoenas for records dating back to 2011. Lawyers for the Trump Organization confirm They received the paperwork late last month and will respond appropriately in the coming weeks. California officials adding Iowa to their expanding travel ban list after the state passed new legislation prohibiting the funding of gender transition surgeries after Medicaid. So, starting October 4th, California will no longer offer taxpayer-financed trips to Iowa for state employees. The National Football League continuing to lose fans after three years of political controversy. Ratings for Sunday night football down 18% this week alone, with some fans failing to show up in cities like Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. Overall, game attendance down 8% for the NFL since 2016. A new survey of adults shows 45% of Americans could not identify their own governors. The same poll reveals just two in five are able to name their member of Congress. The poll demonstrating that many of us do not care about politics, even though the country may change drastically in the near future. Just ahead, how President Trump is helping the radical left. That's next. I have been telling you about a first-time buyer in Texas. Now I want to show you the other side. A seller who found an agent on realestateagentsitrust.com. A home seller in a very hot market needed to relocate quickly. Their agent suggested the following steps. One, price the home just below similarly priced homes in the area to ensure high demand with multiple offers. Two, stage the home so that it stood out with great pictures, no clutter, and great curb appeal. Three. Market aggressively to fellow agents providing a timeline for accepting offers. This created a big sense of urgency for buyers interested in the home. Four, their agent reviewed the offers quickly, communicated with the owners about the caliber of the offers, strong financing, cash, closing date, so many factors to consider. And five, after just three days on the market, the sellers got 5% over their asking price, and the buyer agreed to pay closing costs. This is why you need a great agent from realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the job done. Get moving. realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. How President Trump stimulated the far-left movement we are seeing in America. Back in 2015, Donald Trump decided to run for president, and few took his candidacy seriously. I remember being at a New York Nick game with Mr. Trump when he told me, you know, I'm thinking about running for president. And I said to him, of what country? I have known the man for 30 years, and I knew he was interested in politics, but I never thought he would give a presidential run that kind of serious consideration. But Donald Trump's demeanor in politics was so different, some say outrageous, that the television networks gave him a massive amount of airtime. He was everywhere. His message got out like lightning. The press smirked at him, but gave him massive amounts of publicity. But the folks were not smirking. So Donald Trump dominated the Republican debates, grew in the polls, and eventually secured the Republican nomination for president, as we all know. Well, the press was embarrassed by that and began hating Donald Trump. At first, they thought he was a clown. Now they want to destroy him. And anyone else who wants to hurt Donald Trump is embraced by the press. That's how the far-left movement rose up in America. Aided by entities like CNN and MSNBC, far-left people began to go on television just as Donald Trump once had, and they spewed unbelievable vitriol against the president. Well, the politicians caught on to that, and radical left people like Elizabeth Warren, Beto O'Rourke, and Kamala Harris, decided to run for president, joining Bernie Sanders in a cavalcade of far-left thought. That would never have happened had, say, Jeb Bush been elected president, because Mr. Bush is an establishment figure. But because Donald Trump is so far out of the box, other people on the extreme left, are now mainstreamed by the media. Presto, the Democratic Party moves far left. Now, Donald Trump fired back, as you know, through tweets and interviews attacking the radical left and the press, which enables it. That gave the left even more currency and publicity. It's almost the same thing that happened to Donald Trump himself. So now we have in this country a movement that wants to disassemble the entire country. Socialism is now suddenly acceptable. Far-left tenets like abortion on demand at any time have been mainstreamed. All of us are watching with astonishment. Now, I have chronicled this in great detail in my new book, The United States of Trump, which comes out one week from today. I think you'll learn a lot from reading the book, and you can check it out on BillOReilly.com if you want to know more. We have posted an excerpt from that book. So summing up, Donald Trump helped the radical left. There's no question about it. Coming up, something you might not know. Millions of Americans have been diagnosed with cancer or a serious illness, if you are one of them. And money is a problem. You're not alone. 
It's simple. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage for free to see if you qualify for cash now when you need it the most. Be ready to take down this number. If you own a life insurance policy of $100,000 or more and you are living with a serious illness, then LifeGuide Partners can evaluate your coverage free to see if you qualify for cash now. So write this number down, 1-888-GUIDE-50. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning that life policy into cash. The number again, 1-888-GUIDE-50. 1-888-484-3350. 1-888-GUIDE-50. Call now. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Running into your favorite celebrity in public can be an interesting experience, especially if you happen to have a pen and paper handy. So ditch the smartphone and forget the photos. Signatures from popular athletes, movie stars, musicians, politicians can sometimes bring nice money in the marketplace. Here are some of the most valuable autographs ever sold. The signature of guitar legend Jimi Hendrix is very valuable, but one in particular is prized above the others. His original 1965 record contract in 2009, Hendrix's signed deal sold for $200,000. The document was far more lucrative than it was for Hendrix himself because it promised a musician just $1.01% of the profits from his music sales way back in 1965. In 2003, a signed copy of John Lennon's double fantasy album brought in $500,000, mostly because of the original owner's identity. Signed on December 8, 1980, it was one of the last autographs Lennon ever gave. Hours later, the record's owner, Mark David Chapman, shot and killed the former Beatle outside his New York City apartment. Autographs from famous athletes are also in high demand. In 2006, a baseball signed by Yankee great Joe DiMaggio sold for $191,000. Oddly enough, it might have been the other signature on the ball that made it so valuable. DiMaggio's ex-wife, Marilyn Monroe. She is the most sought-after movie star autograph in the world. In 1864, a year before he was assassinated, Abraham Lincoln signed 48 copies of the Emancipation Proclamation. The document's highly prized, with one collector shelling out $3.7 bucks in 2012 for a signed proclamation. George Washington has the honor of having the most expensive signature. In 2012, Sotheby's auctioned off Washington's personal copy of a book containing the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and Acts of Congress. That book sold for $9.8 bucks. Now sits in the White House. Other historical people whose signatures are valuable, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Davy Crockett, Winston Churchill, and John F. Kennedy. We'll be right back. Well, you've been hearing about gold all over the news and prices keep going up. Experts warning a recession may be coming and it's time to prepare. A recent analyst this week says he sees gold going up hundreds of dollars per ounce to hit 1700 bucks an ounce. 
That's why I recommend that you contact the Hartford Gold Group now to learn more. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group will give you a free silver coin. All of my radio listeners will get it. And if you're listening right now, you can get the coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is call them, 877-444-GOLD-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD-GOLD. Give them a call today to claim your free coin and get the information. Available for a limited time only, 877-444-4653, 877-444-4653. Please call today. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.